Welcome to the Outpost Church podcast for Discipleship Training Week 2023. This year, our theme was All He Asks is Everything. Over the next few episodes, you'll be encouraged by a variety of speakers who actively lay down their lives to serve God and His kingdom. We hope that as you listen, you feel inspired to further understand what it means to follow Jesus and surrender all aspects of our lives to Him. We hope you enjoy. I'm going first because we're going to do some uh, stuff at the end. Um, so some resources. I just want to tell you the people that we've dug into that you may want to if you're into the similar things that we've dug into. Um, and it's interesting when you get challenged by a person, um, stay being challenged. Like, Don't just go, oh, I don't know that I agree with that, but dig into the Word of God and go, is that right? And really dig in. So a a challenge for you is that we have had to dig in and I want you guys to dig in. I want to encourage you to do hard work, get in there and it is so rewarding because again, it's a foundation, you are convinced, you believe and it's, it's for you, it's not from someone else. But these guys we've listened to, and uh, one is Andrew Womack. He's big on um, the truth of the word and healing. Uh, Joseph Prince is great on grace. Um, you guys probably know. And um, Dr. Justin Colson, he's actually a Christian. I had to dig pretty deep to find out he was, but he was sort of saying stuff about spiritual stuff with families and parents. Now, he's a great parenting resource. So if you've got parents that struggle, Dr. Justin Colson is, I don't know, any of you guys heard of him? No? Yep, yep. Nah, he has, uh, he has a website called Family Something. But anyway, yeah, so just look him up. Um, but he's got awesome resources and um, his stuff is when I started hearing it as a parent, I couldn't explain what I was doing to other parents, but he has explained it and science is lining up with the Bible now, so he is really good. If you've got parents in need, um, yeah, use him. I've used Dr. Carolyn Leaf for a lot of mind stuff. Yes, Christian? Andrew Womack? And healing. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yep, Joseph Prince. Yeah, he's great for grace. Um, Dr. Justin Colson for families, parents struggling. Uh, Dr. Carolyn Lee for the brain stuff. Um, she's great science, um, lines up with the Bible um, and a bit of inner healing stuff. Um, Dr. Jen and Dennis Clark. Now, I don't know actually how we come across them. Ugh. Anyway, we read some of their books and they were big on the spirit in the belly in your inner being so they did great um uh, like helping us understand that um does anyone watch the chosen oh isn't that so cool like it just helps you to see jesus how like they've done such a good job of showing how he just interacted with people and the gentleness and the power that he operates in so yeah the chosen is a self uh, people funded um series about Jesus. That's how our kids say Jesus. Jesus. All right. 
Uh, are there any other questions um, about what we've been talking about? So just keep yelling out if there is. We want to keep you on the page. Even if you don't agree with us, ask and let's see what happens. Okay, so I'm going to show you um, my little process of what I do with people and um, it is a bit tricky because quite often it is very personal. Uh, I have had people come up and we've just done it and it, you can do it in a group with the people not mentioning particulars. So don't think that people need, like Tim said, it can be confidential. So I, I tell people when you see something or you recognise something that you want to get off or out of yourself, you can just say, I see that. You don't have to be particular. No one else around in your prayer needs to know. So you can be confidential um, when you go through and do it with people. And this has got a lot to do with uh, emotions. I hate emotions. Who likes emotions? Good, excellent. You're awesome. <laughs> it is wonderful to have people that in, uh, appreciate emotions. But I, was I watched kids as I grew up, my friends, people that I'd meet at Christian camps, they're an absolute mess on the ground and every camp they'd come back bawling their eyes out going, what is wrong with you? Like, just, you know, build a bridge and pull those socks up and, you know. But they had issues that they needed to deal with and I just thought they were weak as water. But it's not, it's not that. Emotions are given to us to give us, like, stop lights, go lights, wait lights, okay? They are given to us from God, even though I hated them and I thought everyone was just an emotional mud pool. Oh, anyway, okay, now I've got that out. It's awesome that you're into emotions because they are so important. They are. And they're our regulator and they're our thing that goes ding, 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 ding. Something that's happening here and I want you to deal with it now, otherwise we can't move on. So... Um, with emotions, and Tim has been a bit of my guinea pig, and he says, oh, I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm a male. I have no idea. I'm just not going good here. Anyway, so it, it, for some people, it is like going, ugh, this is super hard work. And it is for males. And it's super hard work for me because I've acted like a male a lot of times. I've just gone, let's just do this. What's up with you? Just get on board. So... For us to stop and look at ourselves, sometimes it feels like we are going backwards. Sometimes it feels like we are acknowledging things that we shouldn't be acknowledging and then up piles the pile inside of us and up piles the shame for having had those emotions and those feelings and then they start to explode and that's when I've seen people and I just go... What, what, where did that come from? What's been happening in your life over these 30 years that this is just piled up and you are a mess? Mental health is full of it. So the more us as Christians can regulate this on a regular basis, it's like brushing your teeth. It's like I don't know, having breakfast. It's just a routine. How am I going? Just stop. Ask the Holy Spirit, what's happening here? Am I going to function okay today or am I going to be a mess? And it's really quick. And again, I ask people when I work with them, do you have a foundation of God's love? Because when we go into the forgiveness part and the releasing part, 
You need to know that you are totally loved by God. There is no condemnation. So when we release forgiveness, when we ask for forgiveness in ourselves, it comes out of a base, a foundation of I am loved. And the forgiveness that's going to flow is a forgiveness because God wants me free. He wants to see me live a life of abundance and freedom. So you need to stay in that place and not allow condemnation. Now, the other thing, when the Holy Spirit releases you, and you guys might have um, experienced this before, and I may be just talking to people that go, yeah, we've done that. It's awesome. When you've been spiritually released, our mind has still the memories, okay? Oh, God is so blessed that he says, I remember it no more. But that's not us. Okay, we need to start to break down these pathways in our minds. Has anyone looked at pathways in minds before? Yeah, emotional lady. It's awesome. No wonder you're good at it. You know what's going on. (laughs) So we have pathways and we start building these pathways when we're young. And it is from repetition that we build them. So let's say I want a banana when I'm a little kid. So I walk into the kitchen. Mum says, no, you can't have a banana. I scream. I then get the banana. Pathway has started. And my pathway has screaming into it to get banana. Okay? Sounds very like like a computer. And I'm sorry it sounds like that. But that's what happens. So I go again. And that's why you see in families, I want to grab hold of families and I want to say, hang on, stop, stop, stop. You don't need to be acting that way. There is another way that's better to teach kids. So then I go again. I want a banana the next day. Mum says no, scream, get banana. So every time we use a pathway, it gets stronger and stronger. So emotions and thoughts and memories all start to build a physical thing in our bodies. Isn't that crazy? That is putting down physical actual pathways in our heads. Okay, so now we've got a negative pathway in our brain and we want to stop it. So this comes into this. When we have the forgiveness and the release in the Holy Spirit in our being, which I'll show you sort of what happens with that, the way to crack these pathways is not to use them. Okay? They start to break down. Now, this is science. It, it excites me because the world is starting to find out what God said in the Bible. So, yes, that lines up with renewing your mind. So, once you know that spiritual thing has happened... Then the next day, writing, writing down what has happened is really important, okay? And remembering. So you say, I am set free. Or you do the other pathway and you start to build a new pathway, which is, okay, I don't need a banana, that's all right. I'll be fine. You start to build another pathway. Have an apple. And mum says yes without screaming. So that, that is something that you need to be aware of. And this behavioural psychologist lady that started to teach us about this that I went to, she said that the breakdown of one path and the build-up of the new path takes glucose. Glucose is energy. You highly likely are going to be tired in the process of rebuilding and breaking down. I love to tell people that because that wears people out. 
They go, oh, maybe it didn't happen. I'm going to give up and just get to go and get that banana or scream. But if you know, if you are ready and you say, thank you, God, that you're going to help me, I may feel tired, but in the tiredness, I know what's happening. And so I stand strong and I just keep at it. And encourage yourselves to uh, link up to with other people that will help you and just cheer you on. And in a good church that goes, keep at it, kid. Doing a good job. So does that make sense? So there's a lot of groundwork to understanding our bodies and how it functions. Even though the Holy Spirit does the release, our bodies need to be, it's like reprogrammed to be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is what I do, but you might uh, can adopt something different. Okay, so through all my research, I have three columns, and one is feelings, one is why, and one is solutions. And in my experience with this, some people don't know why, but they just say they feel something. And so we've been praying before about the peace of God, that is a sense. I can feel that. So when I get people to picture the person or I ask them, what's the highest or biggest feeling that we might have to work through? The Holy Spirit brings that up time and time again. So this feeling seems to actually be maybe a little bit easier for people to get rather than a word or a person. And it's the start. It's the open door. So then we look at the feelings and it, quite often it just opens up a craziness of feeling, 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 feeling. Okay, so then we go, why? And we ask the Holy Spirit, why? Why was I feeling frustrated? And we just wait. And again, it's that waiting. Don't be, too, don't be rushed at all. I say, we want to turn over rocks and we want them stayed turned over. We want people free completely. We don't want to go back again. And so then we go to, okay, we've got that specific reason why. We've got this emotion here. Now, this emotion is really good as a check because when we do solutions and we feel like that's done, we've got that peace of God, we go back. Do you have that emotion still? And if it's not there, it's done. So this round thing is a good check, okay? Your solutions is highly likely going to be forgiveness. And as a mum, I'm sad to report, most of my people have to deal with mums. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Where's my scarf from July camp? <laughs> so funny. I was wearing a scarf at July camp and all the kids knew when Heidi grabbed her scarf, there was some tears. Okay. Mums, oh, just want to say stop it. Stop, 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 stop. Work out yourselves before you go and put it on your kids. Anyway, they don't know how to work out themselves. Uh, even me. I had a, one of our kids <laughs> rig up last night and I've just texted them today and I said, you may need to forgive me for that. And I've asked forgiveness myself. I was going to go to bed early last night. I was on the phone for a while to them. Um, and I haven't actually looked at my phone because they'll probably say, oh, I won't need to forgive you. But forgiveness is not, like, again, we've got two things in our hands. Forgiveness needs to happen. Understanding is there. I understand why they did that, why they hurt me. I, I can see that, but it still hurt. And we've still got to deal with that part. So that's a bit hard for people. They go, yeah, but I don't need to do that. All right. 
So this process is totally with the Holy Spirit, okay? So what I do is I ask for the presence of the Holy Spirit to just have peace in the person first. And then I say, do you have peace? Do you sense that? And they go, yep. Excellent. So now I want you to ask, what is that highest emotion that is in you right now? A good one is good. Happy, because I'm married to an awesome guy. You don't need a solution. That's great. Negative, you have to keep going to a solution and come back around. Is that still there? Highly likely there's going to be forgiving someone or receiving forgiveness in this solution part, but be practical as well. Practical, what, what do I need to work on now? Okay, I've forgiven, but I'm not sure. I need to know God's love more. Get verses on God's love. Start to be practical about how I can build that up in my brain. I believe that more than what I've felt here. So this is spiritual, spiritual, practical, all in together. Okay, shall we have a little go at this with a big group? Sure. You're going to do it on your own, individually. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to ask for the presence of the Holy Spirit to bring peace. You got that? And then we're going to ask, is there a highest feeling or emotion at the moment? And then you can write that down. It can be positive or negative. So Holy Spirit, we just speak a presence of peace. Presence of peace. And it's just you saying, I'm here and I love you. And Holy Spirit, what is that? That emotion, that feeling that we're sensing is the highest one at the moment. And if you can jot it down, jot it down. And you can keep it confidential. And then Holy Spirit, why? Why is that the highest emotion? What's, what's going on? Very, very specific. Very specific. Take us deep within ourselves. Holy Spirit. And just jot that down. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And thank you, Holy Spirit. You know us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sometimes that, um, all that process, you start to feel that emotion again. It's okay. And if it's a negative one, we need a solution. 
So Holy Spirit, just show us if it is to just forgive someone or to receive forgiveness for ourselves from you. And just jot that down. And then we're just going to picture, just putting all that emotion that's attached to this thing or person or situation, we're just going to picture it coming out in front of us. Someone might have hurt us or a situation is just hard work. We just put it out. It's not in our bodies anymore. You just put it out. You say, yeah, that was difficult. That was hard. That hurt. That was frustrating. And we're just like putting it all out, all out, all out in front, all out. It's not in our bodies anymore. We're not having it anymore to weigh us down. It's the freedom, the release to just bringing it out in front here. Take it out. And then when you have a peace that it's all out, then you take a deep breath and you just receive his peace. Release forgiveness and be very specific. If it is forgiveness to a person, I want you to picture a person. And I want you not, not many words inside you just say, I forgive you. And then you let the Holy Spirit do it, not you. Holy Spirit. And you say, oh, I forgive you. And you take a deep breath because you're activating the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to do the work. Oh, I forgive you. Or oh, I receive forgiveness. Breathe it in until you get the, p the point of peace. Peace and release and lightness. And it's the freeness from the situation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, if you need particular prayer, we will do that with you anytime. But it's... Um, so then you ask the Holy Spirit, what is the practical things I need to do now? What is the... You know, like I said, is it verses about the love of God? Do I really need to get that happening in my life? What is it to help me move on with that? All cool? Any other questions about that? All good? Yeah. 
So the peace of God is your umpire. So when people are unloading it, so if you're praying with someone, really get them to be very specific. Um, on Saturday, we were praying with someone and uh, I said, you know, I mean, her situation is not good um, in her family. I said, if you blame God, it's okay because he already knows. It's funny, isn't it? We go, oh, we should never blame God. But in here, if we have, he already knows that. So go, oh, God, why did you do that? Like, just get that out of your system. Get it out here and out. And then the other key is letting the Holy Spirit do it. So that's why you say, I forgive you, and you wait. I forgive you, because you're doing it with your mouth, but you are starting to agree with the Holy Spirit. And you just start to wait, start to wait. And this lady said, and I laughed, I, mean, I laugh sometimes because I go, yeah, it's so close. You can sense it when you're doing it with someone. And she said, it's right, it was like there was a crust and we we're about to break through it. And she says, it's nearly there. <laughs> I said, yes, it's nearly there. Ugh, so exciting. So it's the freedom, but it's the freedom with the Holy Spirit. So just be patient and allow that to, when you're doing it with someone or when you're doing it yourself. That's why that breathing stops you. He goes, I forgive you. Question, yes. Yeah, it is. So, uh, you're scared of something? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. So, scared is not trusting God. So, that's why I need people to understand the love of God is foundational because we, we are not condemned for being scared and we are not condemned for not trusting God, okay? But the place, the position of trusting God brings freedom and brings life into us and people. So scared is because I'm not trusting God. If Jesus was right next to me, I wouldn't be scared. Holy Spirit, because I would say he will just fix it, won't he? So sometimes we need to picture something to help us to think, you know. So it is trusting God. So then when when we say, forgive me God for not trusting you, that's not condemnation either. But that is then releasing this fear, this scared inside to go out and make way for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So does that make sense? I really find it hard when I know that people haven't got the foundation of the love of God because they'll just go into, oh, it's me and I haven't been trusting God. I just didn't read my Bible. You know, they go into all that. And I think it's not about that. It is about releasing so then God can do his work in us. It, it, swap it. Yeah, but that's hard to talk to people when they, you know, feel it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. I in the centre. It's not. Yeah. Is that all right? Does that sit with you all right? Cool. Yeah. Yep. Tell me if it doesn't. We can disagree. It's all good. Yeah, so what Heidi does <clears throat> came about because we were praying with some people and we were finding that it was just reoccurring stuff. 
uh, so drug addiction, all sorts of just things that just get you back on the same track. And we were seeing people come back through, you know, in a year's time or something, and they, they, we'd prayed for them and we felt it was dealt with, but they're back on that track. And what happens is we get these kind of emotional kind of anchor points where we just, we get drawn back into that, that the root cause of that thing hasn't been dealt with. And sometimes there's, you know, things that we have to agree with and stuff. And so uh, we've sort of come up with this process. Uh, and I, I know it, it's not very glamorous to sort of hear. And God will give you your process to go through it. But it, it's about sort of being able to release those emotions that are attached. Uh, because there are a lot of people that get caught up in our church system. And, you know, they're there for two years and we love them and they're doing great. And then all of a sudden they just drop off. You know, they get back into maybe what they were caught up in or whatever. And, and you know, I used to think, well, it's not their fault, but I, I really just don't know how to get them. You know, we, we can live with them and all that kind of stuff, but there's, there's something that happens, you know. And, you know, I used to think, it's not their fault, but what is it? Uh, and this sort of helps to break that cycle. We've had uh, a lady in particular who's seen a psychiatrist since she was in her teenage years. And she's only just had one session with Heidi. We haven't sort of got back to really work through that. And she says she's had more freedom in one session of just kind of working through this and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to her and release stuff than she's had in all the years that she's been to psychiatrist. And we're not saying we're, we're against psychiatrists. You need to you know, go to the things that you need to do. But if you've got a spiritual problem, you need a spiritual solution. That's kind of what we're saying. And so, uh, you know, I can't sort of do Heidi's process just off the top of my head uh, but, you know, God will lead us in it. And it is about, like, letting the thing go and allowing the Holy Spirit to actually speak to the person we're praying with. So uh, a session with Heidi when she does this could take a couple of hours sometimes. Just, you know, the person's a lot of weeping. It's different than the stuff I do. Um, you know, and it's really just breaking that stuff down. And some of the stuff, you know, is, is very old that we've had with us for a long time. Okay, so that's why we kind of divide it up into the, the, the two things. So um, I will refer people to Heidi. We were praying with some people what, every day, a couple of days ago, and um, it started to head this way. So I say, okay, Hyde, I'm going to have a coffee. You got you to talk and just call me back in when you need me. So we are going to have um, so spiritual strengths in, in different areas, and that's okay. But I do kind of feel that we're all called to be able to help people through these processes. And if you take... If you forget everything else, but you just remember that you and the Holy Spirit will be enough to get that person through. You know, just ask God, what is my next step? And just stay really close. Okay, so we're going to do another kind of, we're going to pray for somebody and we're going to kind of do it a little bit differently this time. We're going to get you guys to kind of speak the word. All right? So we do this in our workshops. It takes a little while. Normally we've done a few different things before this, but... It's just so that we've got the confidence to know that our words are accurate. Because remember, they, they can be odd and all that kind of stuff. So is there anyone that would like, you know, to be prayed for? You can, you know, you just have to, if you've got pain or you just, maybe you just want prayer. Yeah, you like prayer? Yeah, awesome. Awesome. You're happy to sit? Awesome. Well, you can sit, you can stand, you can lay on the ground, whatever you'd like. Yeah. Uh, do you want to say what? Uh, yeah, I'd love pr- prayer for my um, neck, the shoulders. Yep, so neck and shoulders. Awesome, awesome. Lots of diagnosis. Okay, so what we're going to do is if you want to engage in this prayer, 
I want you to kind of let God know that you want to. All right? Now, when we kind of let God know that we want to, that God like takes that seriously. And so he's actually going to speak to you. So before when we prayed for Alicia, I was sort of in control, so I'm running through it, and I'm kind of doing it in a slow way to demonstrate what we're doing. But this way, when we pray through this, we can all get stopped by one of us saying, look, I want to be involved, but I get the word and I don't want to tell anyone. Okay, so it's a little bit different. So uh, it's not that I want to scare you off, but I, you know, I want you to, if you're going to say to God, God, speak through me, commit to speaking through me. You know what I mean? And so like, you'll get something weird. So we'll, we'll spend a bit of time maybe talking about your word so, and then we'll kind of bring it in. And what we'll see is we'll see a common thread. So uh, one time uh, we were doing a thing like this and a person had a picture of a brick. All right? They said, look, I just got a picture of a brick, don't know what it's about. So let's say that was you. I'd say, well, can you come out and can you speak that? What was your name again? Jenny. Jenny. Can you speak that over Jenny? So you go, I don't know what to do with that. So you go... Hi, Jenny. Uh, I just see a brick. Uh, I just see a brick. And uh, like you, you kind of have to sit with it, and we're going to give you some patience, all right, as you kind of work that out. And Jenny has got the Holy Spirit in her. She may go, yeah, well, we're building a house at the moment. Okay, so, you know, there's, there's some odd connections that are about to occur. And then when, when you finish that, someone will go, you know what, I saw some construction frames of a house. And another person over here said, oh, I saw something that was unfinished. I didn't know what that was about. So the Holy Spirit kind of uses our knowledge and our information that's, that's in our brain to kind of tie in what the Spirit gives it. We, in school, we would call it some scaffold to hang on. Does that kind of make sense? So, you know, it is, it is a bit odd what probably is about to happen. All right? Now, the other thing is that you may see a picture. Okay? So when we're praying and we're going to speak to the pain... Um, the Bible talks about a, a godly imagination. So uh, an ungodly imagination leads us to sin. But a godly imagination is actually a place that the Holy Spirit can actually start to form some ideas in us uh, about healings. And most of the time that's really something that actually starts to form pictures on the inside of us about, about our identity and those kinds of things. And so as we get a word for Jenny, you'll also get a word for you. There'll be plenty of kind of things happening in here as well all right so if you see a picture so we might take a little while we'll go through who's got a picture go through a kind of thing and uh, pull them together and then if you're bold enough we'll get you to come out and just to speak your word and there might be a few seconds where you're just like oh, i don't know what that is all right we'll help you through it all right and jenny will be able to tell us yes that's on or no it's not or I thought it was off, but now I realise it's on kind of thing. All right, so we're all kind of good with that. So if you're sitting there and you don't want to, you just say to Holy Spirit, like, uh, maybe choose the guy next to me. I, I would rather just be a participant in this, uh, and God will be fine with that, okay? So Holy Spirit, we just thank you uh, that you're here with us, and we thank you that Jesus died on the cross so we might have life. And Father, we open up ourselves to you afresh. Uh, and uh, Father, we just need a word for, for Jenny, Father. We just want to uh, see her healed and whole, Father, and we know that it's your will. So Father, um, we, we ask that you choose us to speak through us. In Jesus' name. Okay. So Jenny, can I put my hand on your shoulder? Is that okay? So uh, collectively, we just speak over Jenny's pain. 
And we speak to that pain to go in Jesus' name. Uh, Holy Spirit, we just speak your presence just to fill uh, Jenny's shoulders and to run down her back. So Holy Spirit, fill, Holy Spirit, fill and flow through each person that has said to you, I want to be part of this. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. So before we ask Jenny where she is at, we've just said a simple prayer. Those of us that wanted to engage have kind of, we may be pictured Jenny or you may have seen something. Okay. Now without asking Jenny, right, we're going to kind of, just okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to form a picture on the inside of whether the Holy Spirit has already healed Jenny, as in like she maybe have no symptoms. So you may... You kind of have this thing where, yeah, she's healed, but she can still have the pain. Or you may have a situation that there's nothing's happened. Or you may know that she's healed and there is no pain. Okay, so just kind of form that opinion, all right? So, you, But you don't sort of form it up here because many of us, are, we're used to praying and saying nothing happening. So we just go, oh, of course, there's nothing happening. We all go through that thought, all right? And you can have that, of course, there's nothing happened. And the Holy Spirit saying to you down here, X has happened or Y has happened or the next step is this, okay? So everyone sort of formed that kind of... So it's, it's really that gut instinct, all right? Everyone got a gut instinct? Okay, so Jenny? How are we doing? Do you feel different all the same? I actually feel a bit different. Feel a bit different? Mm-hmm. You um, feel different all the same to you. What was your pain before then? Um... Actually, it's really bad this morning and been better as the day goes on. But um, probably about oh, was around a six, five or six when I was sitting just there. Yeah. Just there? Yeah. So where are we at now? Um, oh, probably heaps better, actually. Like a three or like maybe, I don't know, two or three. Like really better. A lot okay. better. Than so was. So I, feel, I feel stronger. Like feel I feel stronger. like when you're praying, what I felt was kind of like I almost saw my whole body kind of go Yeah, like strength kind of straight up my yeah. spine. Like I felt like my shoulder feels like it's sitting stronger so that makes sense awesome. yeah. Mm. yeah okay so we're moving toward there now i actually stopped early because i just felt it like it was just going to whoosh all over here yeah. uh, and <laughs> i know i know i know i know sorry that was for teaching purposes <laughs> so did anyone else feel the same thing that i felt anyone feel like connor it was just sort of flowing or like yeah you did Okay, did anyone else see the waterfall? Horizontal river? Okay. All right, any other picture of wave, water, or horizontal falling? Yeah? All right, everyone that had that, come out. Yeah, this is what we're doing. So remember, we are at four, aren't we? We've gone from six to, f- we're about at three, and we're dropping really quick. All right, so, yeah, ladies tend to really get the Holy Spirit a lot quicker than us men. Come on, girls. Okay, so, uh, now that you're all out here, I know you feel a bit weird, I want you to sort of, you can either reach out, you don't actually have to touch Jenny if you don't want it, you can actually just reach out. The Holy Spirit will flow just as easy. 
Now, is there anyone, as soon as you put your hand on Jenny, you think, oh, I have a word. I want to, I want to say something. Or do we just go around and let you just kind of say a couple of things yourself? So just speak to speak to the pain and just release that picture that you saw. Mm. Just in like two sentences, like really kind of just bang. Just pain, just leave. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're just washing over her now, like waves in the ocean, just washing over her now in the name of Jesus. Just filling her with your Holy Spirit and your healing power. Lord, I just see your um, healing whooshing up inside of her and just going so quickly. <laughs> to, sorry, to the pain, um, for the image I saw of fishes that were increasing, and it was horizontal, um, Holy Spirit, would you increase the healing? Well, we thank you for your release of healing and, and the flow of your Holy Spirit in and over and through Jenny, not just for her, but for others. Alrighty. Okay, Jenny, where are we at? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. Um, whoever's hand was just your hand. <laughs> yeah. So hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can just feel the spirit. Like, I could, I mean, yeah, I hot hands as well, yeah. but I could just feel the spirit as soon as you touched my shoulder. So do you have any pain left? Yeah, awesome. All yeah. right. Oh, good job, God. Awesome. Bless your heaps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so um, now I don't know, you notice the way that those prayers were different individually. And so what you're doing is you're actually speaking that thing that God has placed in your heart that might be separate from those other people, but it's the overall picture that was actually uh, sort of spoken that actually does, does the lifting. Okay, so what, what that means is that if we're in a prayer meeting or a Bible study or whatever and, uh, you know, it, just in our normal sort of home group or whatever, and someone says, look, I've got pain, we would normally go, <gasps> oh dear, someone's got to pray for them. But if we get back to that place of peace, we just say, look, you know, we'll pray for you in a few minutes and just spend a few moments. If, if it's your prayer group, just do a bit of worship, uh, whatever it is. But when you get to peace, then act like we just did there. Just really casually, like it, just speak the word, like... You know, and give the person permission to say, look, you, look, you're actually off with your word. Um, but then as people in the group, you, know, you just ask the people to engage in the prayer and then you'll notice that you'll have this theme. Really awesome, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you for all the, the women that just got in there and the, the hot hands. You'll notice that some people actually just feel the power. Um, but it, it takes everyone who actually engages with it then, has to, then actually participates for it to work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you had a word? No, it's not. It's never too late. 
breaking off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I saw that. I saw that too. Heidi. Okay. I know that I have to take this before and I have felt a little bit done so I just come back and I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can. Okay. So we, we do this sort of two different ways. One, the way I do it is that, uh, so our mind can become a curse to our body. So our thoughts then, so what happens is you get home. So the, the guy that I prayed for yesterday morning, uh, the reason I kept ringing him because... I wanted to make sure that he didn't get a twinge in his hip and go, oh, it's all back. And then once you have that thought of, oh, it's all back, we end up back in the same situation. Now, that's not because God didn't heal you the first time. It's just that there are some things that occur in this life that actually are fertile ground for pain. And so we're actually, we're, so we're kind of inviting it back. And we shouldn't be condemned about it because we all do it. You know, everyone's had been prayed for or whatever and had pain go and then had it come back. But what we can do is, just like Heidi was saying and, and Jenny was saying, we can actually stop it from ever coming back again. So take away the kind of the, the momentum, but it, it doesn't mean that it won't knock on the door. Uh, and so what we do is, so um, you remember the words, so one of the reasons God gives us these words like waterfalls and, uh, and those things is because uh, I, could, I could show you this, that we, could, we don't have to then re-pray for Jenny. We can say, and Jenny rings up and she says, oh, look, I actually had a bit of a cringe in my net last night. And we can say, remember that word of the waterfalls? So you go back to peace, picture the word, and then generally we don't have to go any further. Pain will just, will just go. Okay, so put your hand out toward Jenny. We're just going to pray for her. So, Father, we just speak over Jenny, Father, and um, I just break uh, any curse that her words or thoughts have made over her body that have produced neck pain. Father, we thank you for that waterfall of blessing and that waterfall of Holy Spirit that actually flows over her to protect her and to fill her with your, with your, uh, your life-giving supply. We break uh, every spiritual uh, bondage and, and, uh, and tie off of her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Now, we've got two minutes. Is that right? Can I just give you a, a quick testimony? So let's say that you're praying with somebody, uh, like I was praying with yesterday, and you go to pray on one, they go, I've got pain in my shoulder, you go to pray, and then all of a sudden it's now on the other shoulder. All right? Or, uh, and then you go, oh, I'll just pray with this shoulder, and now it's in the hip. Okay, that's, that's demonic, all right? doesn't mean that the person is possessed, or like if you've seen some kind of crazy horror movie or anything like that. It is just, it's just, that's the root cause of that. So, you know, don't go hunting for a forgiveness issue or whatever. You actually just cast it out and you can just do it exactly the same way as you would normally do it. But in your mind, you need to know that it's, that it's demonic. And with the guy yesterday, I just got him to do it. He, said, he actually said, he says, this is weird. How can I have intense pain in my hip? And then when someone goes to pray, it just jumps to my shoulder. I'm like, well, it's, it, you know, it's demonic. He's like, well, I could cast that out. I said, you could. So he's just like, in the name of Jesus, go. And it all but goes. But then it would come back. And so it's up to us, so someone who's outside of his body, just to agree with him. But then we keep checking. Because we're not perturbed if it does. Because just like, you know, when the neighbor's dog gets in my backyard, I kick it out once. I'm not letting it back in. You know, if it gets back in there, it's, you know, it's getting another kick and it's going out. So I will then 
enforce that authority that we won. So, yeah, there's a few things like that that uh, will really help you to sort of stay at it. I think that's, I'll hand you back. Yeah. Thank you very much for your words today. Awesome. How good is that?